welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hi, Broads. Hi, Broads. We're back. We're almost finished with Bachelor in Paradise. This is like, what, month nine? (laughs) It's literally month nine of Bachelor content. You know what's so funny is Evan earlier was like, you know what's crazy? He's like, I think you and Becca have been doing Bachelor like style recaps for about like five months straight now. No, it's nine months straight. There was that little break. Between. About two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Literally two weeks. I, I'm not, I have no exaggeration. January, February, March, like pause for two weeks. April, May, yeah. June, July. It's starting August, to become September. a problem. I feel like I'm starting to like actually believe that I know these people because I, I spend more time with them than with like my IRL friends. I had a dream that I was with Tyler Cameron the other night. It was a very <laughs> that hot is dream. Not, that is not a bad dream. He I was kissing say. my neck. It was Stop. like, and it was one of those dreams where like, you know, those dreams where you it feels really real. Yes. Like even in your dream after you can like remember the sensation of yeah, what like it you felt like. you smelled him. You could no, still smell him. him. But oh I could, God. I like oh. could, I remember what it felt like on my neck. Isn't that crazy? And I have dreams about bachelor people at least once a week. Not always sexy dreams like that, but someone's always involved. <laughs> I was starting to do like m- like borderline to me inappropriate things like <laughs> where I would never comment nor DM. I wouldn't comment on a bachelor person's photo that yeah. I don't know. Yes. And I wouldn't DM a bachelor person I don't know. And now I'm starting to <laughs> because I think that we're friends. And then sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I've just been watching you for like a year straight now. And it's starting to like really get twisted in my oh, brain. Oh, you're becoming one of those. Yeah. I know. I kind of am too. And I'm all like, yeah, it's very I've been odd. commenting on things. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole thing. I've just had to put people on mute because it's like my whole world is becoming these people. Yes. I went out with girlfriends the other night and I like found myself talking about the show, even though they don't watch. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not talking about people I actually know. <laughs> It's just a TV show. Am I socially awkward now? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe that also The Bachelor is going to start in like three months from now. Oh, I think that'll go by slow, though, because we haven't had any moments of non-batch that all of a sudden without it will be like, we'll be like, I'm so ready to like have a break. <laughs> and then after two weeks, it'll be like, where's the show? Yeah, maybe. Except thank God I don't have to keep up with four hours a week while I'm going back to school. Very true. That's like homework. Four <laughs> hours of watching The Bachelor a week. Oh my, yes, taking notes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Tyler Cameron, though, did you see that he all... went to Gigi's grandma's funeral? Yes, which, first of all, rest in peace. Yeah, but second of all, Ms. Gigi Hadid. was like smiling the biggest ear to ear. I'm like, I've never seen Can someone so happy at the their grandma's hottest funeral. Rolling crew that has ever happened. It was like, Pretty Little Liars or it's, Liars or what's it called? Pretty Little Liars. I get it stuck yeah. with Big Little li- Lies. Big Little Lies. You know? yeah, yeah. Pretty Little Liars. No, it literally was like they were all in their like black trench coats, like rolling up. And you know that there was like somehow sexy music playing behind them. And people are like, this is inappropriate. It's a funeral. But they're yes. like, we can't help it. Everywhere we go, this music We look this us. hot. Yeah. And also they might be inheriting a little cash. So who wouldn't be happy about that? True. Even though I really doubt that they need any. No, but. But more is What's more. What's a new penthouse, you know? <laughs> That's insensitive. Sorry, Ms. Hadid. I don't know which side of the family was on. <laughs> Sorry, Ms. Hadid. I don't know which R. side. R. But God bless your granddaughter. But, but going to a funeral? Like that's, that's pretty serious. serious family. That means that he's like been extended family. Hanging with the family. Hard. 
Wow. And they I were wonder, very, very casually like walking, like he had his arm around her. You don't like roll up to a funeral if you've never met those people before. Very like true. That. Very true. Even though he does have a lot of confidence That's and true. swag. But I really wonder what her family thinks of the fact that she's dating a reality TV star. They probably love it because he's normal. He's like true. by all, by all, um, accounts like a normal guy right and i suppose yolanda has had her uh, reality tv experience so probably him and yolanda chat <laughs> about all the producer secrets and they like exchange secrets oh my god <laughs> this is getting better and better but yeah i think that they probably really like him and i think that's probably why she likes him but at mm-hmm. the same time now he can definitely relate with her on a level of like fame for yeah. sure i'm sure everywhere they go they both are being and now the two of them together oh it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> I can't. But um, yeah. So I anything else? I don't think so. I didn't really get much, much tea this week. Oh, the only other thing I suppose that I got was when we discussed um, last week about Chase, and I'm like, I don't really know much about Chase. I have no idea who he is from JoJo season. I got a lot of DMs informing me that Chase a few years ago dated Tommy Laren. Oh my God. (laughs) So the, if you don't know, this is like a Fox news, uh, young, sexy blonde commentator, which listen, let me make this very clear broads. What? We love all the broads. We accept the conservative broads, the liberal broads, the nonpartisan broads. All broads are welcome. But but this, Tommy's a freaking Tommy crackpot. Laren uh, is a woman who compare, compares, <laughs> compares Black Lives Matter, Matters to KKK. <laughs> she says that they need a straight parade. She doesn't want to see men in Speedos everywhere. She she says <laughs> has said some really, oh, she made some comment about Kamala Harris and said, like, how did you sleep your way to the top? I mean, she this basically... Is, Tommy Laren makes her money and has made her fame off of saying crazy shit. Yeah, crazy shit. That is outside of like any political bot. This is someone who is like a shock jock who says very offensive things on a regular basis. So apparently they dated. (laughs) No fucking way. That's yeah. That's what I really. That's the 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 uh, the old. um, That's so random. Articles that were being sent to me said. Now I don't know. Do you think Tommy watches The Bachelor? I could definitely see her watching The Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that was I think that was the only tea that really I had this week. Do you think you're gonna announce Bachelor The Bachelor next week? Um, so <clears throat> I don't know if we discussed this already, but we know who it is. Yeah. I mean, just based yeah. on news outlets. I mean it's, I've just literally seen it posted everywhere and I've been sent it five thousand times. It's a reality Steve thing. Yeah. Granted, um, reality Steve said on my season that he knew it was going to be Peter. Interesting. Peter Krause. So I suppose, yeah, we don't necessarily Yeah, he was know. like, this is 100% confirmed. It will be Peter Krause. And it you're will like, be. I am so excited. And I was like, yes, yes, yes. Gap Tooth City. Let's go. And then, of course, literally like the morning it got released, <laughs> reality Steve was like, actually now i'm 100 percent sure it's confirmed it's ari lion dyke from emily c yeah then so, you're like pardon moi whom? i was like <laughs> um come again i don't know who that is so who knows we don't yeah, have, we don't really know until true. the day we've up. been we really sent <clears throat> it's been quote-unquote con- confirmed by reality steve and he says they're going to announce it at uh the bachelor in paradise reunion which oh, okay. is next week um so he also i was also sent numerous times an article saying that reality steve already like knows the women and they were spotted filming so i'm pretty sure it's confirmed 
I know, right? I'm confused. Oh, oh, oh. Well, the women, the women film their packages. Like, oh, before. okay, okay. Yeah, I think I filmed mine. Mm. Oh, no, I guess it was after he got announced. All right, anyway. Anywho, well, before we get into this reality TV funness, fun times business, um, on a more serious note, I have truly been trying to change my lifestyle habits. I am not just... Um, I'm just like not inclined to eat healthy or work out just by nature. But as I get old and I have a kid, as I get old, as I <laughs> age, <laughs> as I get older and I have a kid, listen, you, you get the stamina lessons. It's true. My energy, I'm getting sick more often and it's truly made me want a healthier habit lifestyle change. And I'm so grateful to Noom for making that easier for me. Noom's a habit changing solution that helps users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Based in psychology, Noom teaches you why you do the things you do and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with better ones. Noom is all about sustained health, pure and simple mental and physical health. It's all about self-care, confidence, energy, mood, controlling stress and anxiety. Noom is also about community and having an online community and a goal specialist who is tailored for your specific style of positive motivation or like just it just makes it overall better. I don't feel pressure and it's not triggering for me. It's purely about knowing what I want, why I want it and helping me achieve that. I want to be around and be active for my grandkids one day. I've been like so thinking about that recently watching my mom run around with my daughter I'm like I want to be there for my grandkids and I know I have health issues in my family and I need to be proactive um, Noom has allowed me to do that without making me feel bad just motivated and encouraged and a hell of a lot better to be honest you don't have to change it all in one day small steps make big progress sign up for your trial today at Noom N-O-O-M dot com slash chatty what do you have to lose just visit Noom dot com slash chatty to start your trial today that's noom dot com slash chatty it's hard to say it here on the radio noom noom like moon backwards ah me gusta okay um me oh, gusta right. do you mean yo ama oh lord in heaven are we gonna start with the, the preview the for end. the next episode when dylan says yo ama I can't get it out of my head. I keep hearing Yo Ama Hannah echoing in the recesses. And it's of my supposed brain. to be Team. Teamo. Teamo. Okay. Here I do have to say this. First of all, took one year of Spanish in high school. Shamed, so shamed to say that I barely remember anything, especially That happens. I feel like I really need to I took four years and I, need I to barely get remember sharp shit. On this. Yeah. But I would not passionately yell I love in Spanish if I were not confident. <laughs> using the correct verbiage oh, yo ama just like ask a producer there's someone <laughs> like, nearby i just want to make sure that i'm really confident <laughs> before i scream this at the top Can of you my imagine? lungs yeah imagine if we were like in in i don't know sweden i'm not just gonna like try to conjure up some swedish to I scream i would check 15 <laughs> times i'd be like are you sure it's that Is are that you sure it's that pronunciation are you sure it's that yeah. Hey, say it one more time. I know. All right, cool, cool, cool. It's like getting a tattoo that's spelt wrong. You just got to make sure. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, that is at the very end the of the very episode. End. So we start this episode off um, with Dean and Kaylin. <laughs> Dean trying to get Kaylin to uh, remove herself from paradise and go in his van and travel off into the sunset together. Mm -hmm. um, I will say I am bummed. I knew what was going to happen before I watched the episode because I got so many 
like photos of I know fucking Dean posted together. it like and and they like posted of each other like Dean has a photo of them sitting I mean you can't tell it's her but it's him sitting with a girl in Mexico and then she was posting in Mexico yes yeah <laughs> it's just like guys come on it's nothing sacred anymore I know social media is killing it in that way it's just kind of like hey I'm finding out things like that's technically too like a breach of contract technically like you're not supposed to be there were numerous breaches of contract happening this week really yeah what else just people being spotted out together like in plain sight and people were videoing them like who oh i don't i don't want to say okay but i'm so bummed because now i i know at least a few of the people who are like together yeah that's not fun of course you guys keep it just you know i know that it's hard i'm to keep yourself secluded into it i know but also we have the the thing where we're exposed to so many people's messages and so stop sending us stuff (laughs) we don't want to know don't tell me um so okay so this whole dynamic i mean yes i knew beforehand to what was going to happen because of the photos and stuff but Listen, also just it seems, seems obvious. so obvious. You like, really think she's yeah. going to stay and hang out with Connor when, when for the next D- few When weeks. Dean rolled in, it was just so like, yeah. But he was telling her that he's he's going to have um, things to work on after this, mostly himself. Yeah. Tell me just, your thoughts on this conversation. It's just interesting. Like he said something where maybe I'm just reading too far into it, but he was like, oh, I thought you'd just totally refuse to talk to me. And then I was, I, and I, I don't know. There's something about it that was just like a little bit weirdly manipulative. It was almost like he knew how shitty he had been to her. And then he was kind of surprised and happy that she just like didn't really give him any shit for it at all. And just like immediately plopped down <laughs> in front of him, him and was like, kickback. no, and she was just like, oh my god wow and then she's like hmm, let me think about it okay yes <laughs> no yeah. i don't know yeah i mean like which i i get where she's coming from it's not like she should have faked going back and forth and like no. but it was almost like dean was aware of what a piece of shit he had been to her and was just like oh chill i'm getting off so much easier on this like, yeah it's like it's like what was the uh the conversation later on that they had that you and i were were dying about that he was like he was talking about like the issues that he was going to have. <laughs> that What was it that he said? I don't think I'll work out these commitment issues unless I face them head on with you. It's like, and we're <laughs> are like, maybe just like go to a therapist first. <laughs> like don't drag her into it. Don't make her suffer through it. With maybe you. stop forcing <laughs> women into emotional labor for you so that you can get over your <laughs> family issues. Don't make and them women. carry your love backpack until you're ready to carry it yourself. It's my dear. Seriously. Yeah. It was just kind of like, okay. Uh, Dean actually did look scared though. When she went to go talk to Connor, I know, which he I was like, like legitimately like, like, I don't know. Wigged out because she didn't, she like all of a sudden got up and left and she didn't give him like really much yeah. info. I think she herself was very conflicted at first for like five seconds. Well, when she was talking to Connor and she like got up with him and, and, um, Connor literally was campaigning, campaigning. That's the perfect definition for for her to stay with him. Five minutes straight. He didn't literally, she just was sitting there staring like this into the distance. Like she didn't get a word in. He was just giving all the reasons. Honestly, no, 
no shade to Connor, but it was just kind of pathetic to watch. It was just I was like, like <laughs> it was yeah, I was like, sweetie, you just like let her. He's like, he he's not gonna treat you right, Kaylin. Like, and and you need someone like me. And it was just kind of like, yeah, oh, he bro, was saying there's stop. no actions from Dean showing that he cares that he'll stay around. Sure, he did a grand gesture, but what happens when you get back home? Will he stay and comfort you, or work on it, or will he just which leave? All, which are all legitimate yes. claims. It was and just it, didn't feel appropriate for him to be saying it to her. It was yeah, weird. it didn't feel appropriate. That was the thing. Not not like in a shady way to him like it wasn't i don't know it was just like you just let let her all you that you have to say is be like listen you know that i care about you i really think we have something and i really hope that you stay yeah he should have stuck to like his feelings towards her not his feelings about dean and we That's all know that it never about. goes well when that happens. We've oh. seen it time and time again. If The Bachelor and Bachelorette have taught us anything, it's that you got to just stick Don't with your own relationship. Under the bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it gets messy. Well, then Christina sat down with Dean. And yes. she was like, you are selfish. You are literally giving her an ultimatum. And I was like, that's true. Yep, it was so true. She just came over and was just like, what are you doing? And, you know, this has got to be so hard for her to watch because this girl got screwed over so hard by Dean, not only on their season of Paradise, but for months and months after, almost for a whole year yeah. after. In fact, I think uh, I could be wrong, but I believe even after he broke up with winter games girl he was hooking up with christina again and he so it's like back. the men's go back to her i know Oof. well speaking of the men's blake had a, a obviously an incredible moment during the the um the die all the dialogue <laughs> happening he's like telling the dean and kaylin tale and i was like crying laughing and then at one point he's like i think dean is incredibly charming and not only does he know what to say when he says it he means it whether or not he can actually follow through but he does mean it <laughs> When at, the, at that time he was i think laying on his tummy <laughs> he time. was he was oh dean is incredibly charming you know he's just i god i love blake, this guy blake now. loves a tummy lay he, he loves to lay on his tummy so <laughs> funny um yeah and it's also got to be painful for christina too because it's like it's it, there's also just got to be a part of it that hurts Oh, of like course. here he is wanting to commit to this girl and it's like seems like it's all she wanted for hit from him for so long yeah and then he comes like you know parading back being like please leave with me dean also didn't say anything back to christina and she's like you are so selfish and he's just like you're just like correct <laughs> <laughs> i know but kaylin's gonna help me work it out <laughs> we're gonna do this together <laughs> screw the therapy <laughs> kaylin can carry my love backpack it's all good and then kaylin says to sits back down with dean and she's like this is so confusing and dean's like about what exactly i don't i don't why how is it confusing to you huh I died when he goes, when she sits back down and he right away says, what's going on that big old noggin of yours? And I was like, ah, love a man who insults me. Well, that's sort of what irritated me too. He's like trying to like bring in their little inside jokes, like yeah. you big head. Like, yeah, she probably has said like, I, know I you. like don't like, yeah. In well, fact, I feel like she even, maybe she even said that on an episode. Anyways. What really then got me is, uh, yes! Yeah, I just did the hand motion of the hair behind the ear. Yeah, Dean brushes the non-existent hair out yeah. of her face and behind her ear. And it was like he was taking a page out of like a rom-com and was like, this is what I'm supposed to do right now to charm her. But the thing is, if he did, if I was in her position Ugh. and the guy that I'm actually liking does that to me, game over. I'm like, I guess we're getting married now. Oh, that's what's so sleazy about it. Cause yeah. seeing it zoomed out and you see, she doesn't even have any hair to brush behind her ear. And <laughs> the, no the timing of him doing it, it was yeah. just like this thing where I was just like, oh, this is, Damn it, Deanie babies. Damn it. It's just almost 
it's almost uh, dangerous mm-hmm. how charming he can be and how he can really just kind of get his way. We agree with Blake. Oh. He's incredibly <laughs> charming. It's just crazy. Now, um, you and I both said, and we both agree, that Kaylin and Dean are going to have like one or two <laughs> options of their relationship. Okay, first of all, yes. they look, all this being said, they look very cute together and they do look very happy like them in the it was kind of the way Haley described it too where Haley was like (laughs) is it weird I feel happy like I don't know I don't know how to feel that way and it it, I felt the same exact way in the the limo thing drive away and they're clearly so happy together Mm -hmm. it was kind of like this is really weird but you you are sort of happy and they are very cute but we have discussed that there are oh wait first let's just talk about her her thing with Connor. Oh, sure, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Okay, so. Because he, we, we already forgot about him just like she did I know. so quickly. <laughs> so just, just got swept poor, poor under brother. the table. Well, there, after then, Kaylin agrees that she will leave with Dean and they start making out with each other, which was really cute. And everyone's like cheering and they're like, they're kissing. Mm-hmm. And Connor's literally watching it happen. I know. Like 15 feet away, His watching it just go like, down. Uh, literally 20 minutes then, ago, <laughs> she was making out with me. I don't know what's going on. And... Uh, I felt now I'm not a Connor girl. I'm like, we both have discussed this. We're just yeah. like, whatever about Connor. I felt so bad for him. Yeah. All you need is a little bit of empathy to, 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 it, it, it feel was for just the like, guy. dude, like now that's the definition of getting blindsided. <laughs> like that's the definition you, because not only see, we've been watching, we watched the episodes with Dean and Kaylin and we saw what a huge yeah. spark that was. And we saw how fast Kaylin started making out with Connor right after. So all of us are scratching our heads going, is she really over him? But Connor's not seeing Connor this. hasn't seen any of their relationship all at that, all. All that Connor knows is that time and time again, Kaylin is saying, and we've seen it <gasps> saying to him, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so over Dean. I'm so glad that he, it didn't work out. You're the best. I feel so comfortable with you. I'm safe with yeah. you, blah, 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 blah. So he's thinking thinking like i found my woman yeah and then out of nowhere dean shows back up who apparently kaylin's extremely over and relieved is gone and she just like flies back into his arms yeah and kaylin's like i've been waiting for you kaylin said to connor like i've been waiting for you this whole time and you know when he was when connor was giving her his like soliloquy about like why she shouldn't be with Dean, you know that that's because those are all things that Kaylin has expressed to Connor, and Connor's just Dean reiterating is such a loser. Them. Dean is right, a, right, and so he's just justice for Connor. So blindsided, oh. and Kaylin comes up literally and again this could be editing but it didn't seem like it to me. It appeared that she literally just kind of strolled up to him and just goes, "I think I'm I need to go." Yeah, sorry, <laughs> and then gives him like. A literal two second, ex- like no explanation, just goes, I think I need you to just do this. And she gives him a hug and leaves. Yeah. No, like, hey, let's talk. I know this is confusing. I know this for is you. confusing, but like, again, it could be editing, but my God, it didn't seem that way. The man just got, I mean, I would say he got the rug pulled out from under him, but it was more like a tablecloth. Cause you know, <laughs> when you have all the, a whole table setting and like <laughs> pulling the tablecloth and it's just like, <laughs> that's what happened with Connor. Poor guys. I yeah, the tablecloth just and the thing to me that was like the most shady part is just that like what Kaylin felt like she got demolished in paradise like she could not she felt like she couldn't win in paradise she was getting bailed on she was dealing with the whole Blake thing and then she turns around and just like demolishes Connor 
Yeah. It just was like, dude, come but, on. But, you know, for love, so it's cool. <laughs> but for love in a van. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they do they do look good together. They, they do. And then I... All right. Okay, also when what? when she... I'm like, I literally wrote down, I'm like, how am I somehow crying when she says I'm leaving and all the girls are hugging her? Like, why am I having a moment where I'm getting teary? Me too. I was fully tearing. <laughs> I don't know if I fully started tearing, but I definitely felt the same way where I was like, why is this feeling so like emotional right so now? Emotional. I mean, like I was just like, I love my girls. Like I wanted to like call up everybody and be like, fam, I love all of you. But like Christina, there was something. So I think, you know what? There was something all with all the Dean and Kalen. There was something that was so real about that moment when they leave together. And it was so like, not reality tv in that moment Mm -hmm. because they were both giving up even being on the tv show to be together yeah and so there was something about that moment that felt very like honest and very poignant and real yeah those are the moments in reality tv we live for (laughs) and then christina saying i know we've had our differences but if something goes down you call me okay like that was a sweet moment and then taisha and demi were fully crying and they're like who thought we'd ever be crying over (laughs) caitlin It was just well, a- you know, Christina's gonna take that one back when she, she sees Kaylin on the after she's now seen Kaylin on oh, the episodes being like that I know. fucking bitch. I'm really curious what's gonna go down with them on the reunion, like if they're gonna like have made peace or if it's gonna be brutal. I also just realized last night while watching that obviously part of the reason Kaylin has hated Christina throughout this season is because of Dean. I always thought it was because of like Blake's, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, duh." But she really because like loved Dean, Dean and Dean and Christina had so much history. Yeah, oh. she loved Dean the whole time, and so, and Christina <laughs> did for a long time too. Yeah. I don't know if she does anymore, He's but got that's that just, power. That's just hard. Yeah, for it's both terrible. Of them. Ugh. But yeah, I'm super curious. Yeah, how the how the dynamics going to go down with them on the show, the reunion show. I'm also just curious in general, like how Kaylin's doing. I've noticed that like Cassie and Cassie and her sister um, Michelle, who used to literally post with Kaylin constantly and literally live a few doors down from her, have not been posting or like leaving responses on her Instagram uh, or anything uh, saw, like that. I saw Kaylin had posted photos of. Cassie's kittens that she like on her story like oh, literally okay. yesterday about the I'm little wondering black if like maybe like Cassie and Michelle are like trying to stay out of the drama by like not posting about her maybe yeah. oh that's interesting 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 I don't hmm. know okay oh also I was thinking that probably the the Dean situation might have give gave given christina some clarity too on her feelings with blake i wondered if that really influenced her relationship with blake interesting like how she i don't feel that way about him yeah yeah like it might have just kind of like been a light bulb moment or she's like i don't think i can feel the way i for felt blake, like the way we, I felt we were watching that kind of happen in general with a few of the couples this week watching the kaylin dean thing and then also watching jpj and Tasha having so much fun like yeah. we saw numerous couples being kind of like where are we at though yeah Ooh. okay so what our theory though on kaylin and dean because <laughs> me and jess are texting back and forth about there's this. two options that yeah. can happen with them one, they get engaged, like live happily ever after. Have they five kids. Love each other so much. It's like that that couple that are so different and yet everything just it's like blends the odds together. We're against us, but we made it through. And they just have this passionate love because you can tell that there's passion there. 
Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Me, 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 me. Anyway, that could be. Where's my lighter? Plausible situation one. And do you think they'd get engaged on? On, I don't think they would get engaged I do on After not Paradise. assume that Dean is going to be proposing to anyone anytime soon. <laughs> I feel like that's quite a I was like, what if they get engaged? The I, I've been thinking, what if they get gay, engaged on After Paradise? You know what's going to, you know, if that was actually like the plan, then you know for a fact that Dean was like, okay, I have my ring and it was all set up with the producers and Kaylin knows about it so it doesn't shock her. And he's backstage and all of a sudden he's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> He couldn't do it. It's too much pressure. I think for so him. too. I, I don't know. I, I had a moment where I was thinking they could get engaged, but yeah, I don't think I, I don't think they should because he no, clearly isn't ready to. No, be and engaged. I think he's wise enough to like not do yeah. that. Um, but option number two. Okay, option number two. They, the most. They have the wild, like a wildly passionate relationship, which they obviously will either way. But like you know, the ups and downs when you love each other so much, but there's so much like going against you at the same time, and so much pressure and issues, lack of therapy being involved, <laughs> and they're together for like two years, maybe three years, and then they the have most just devastating earth shattering soul crushing demolish city heartbreak ever just of all time yes the stuff we read about in books yeah that's what's gonna happen yeah where they're both just shattered yeah hearts lying on the floor just like the type of stuff that like the heartbreak you tell your grandkids about oh yeah Beck and I were, were talking about this, and I was like, I feel sick thinking about it. Like, because you know, you that can heartbreak. like feel it tangibly yeah, in yeah. your heart. Yeah, like, a lot of us have experienced that type of heartbreak. It's just like that type of heartbreak; it stays with you, and we feel that either they're going to really work out, or it's just going to be, or it could be a combination of the two. They could have just the earth-shattering breakup, and then they could get back together like a year later, or like two years later. You know, I hold on to that hope for them. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know how I feel about whether or not I want them to stay together, honestly. I mean, ultimately, I do want to be people to be happy, but I don't know if I, like, want them to get married and stay together the rest of their lives. I Who don't knows? Know. I'd have to meet them in real life together. Yeah, true. You know, you can't really get a sense fully on TV. There's you know, it certain- could also be one of those things where, like, those kind of relationships burn bright so quickly, and sometimes, like, it's so like flash in the pan fleeting because you know those in love things are so important but it's not necessarily sustainable and sometimes couples like that have a really hard time like four or five years in the future or a little bit shorter well when your relationship is based off of passion and Mm. all of a sudden life gets dull it's hard that could definitely be an issue for like dean yeah where he's like you know constantly chasing adventure and exploration and like what's like flashy and exciting and like and if she wants to settle down in any way then it gets dull after a while yeah or if they just start like having a real conflict with each other where it's like not fun anymore mm-hmm. it's not playful banter uh-uh. anyway well that's who knows? depressing <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh, and on that note <laughs> On that note, I'm sure their Instagram will look really great. But honestly, like I saw some of his presets and they're gorgeous. So like it's going to, you know, 
really be successful. Mm. Um, you know, a lot of these batch con uh, contestants get a lot of followers from the show. I mean, like, you know, Dean and Kaylin after this, if they're staying together, oh, yeah. their following is just going to explode. And you can do ads for a while, but eventually, how are they going to keep making that money, honey? The Insta fame can only last so long, I imagine, before you've got to back it up with something like, I don't know, a tequila business or a fashion line mm. or a podcast. But how do you learn to do things like this and run a business? Ah, I have the answer. Oh, really? It's Skillshare. Oh, yeah. I love Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. Entrepreneurial? That's hard for me to say. <laughs> you can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. Um, I've really been wanting to take in, they have an iPhone photography course Ooh. and I've also taken the Lightroom. They have both Lightroom presets and Lightroom mobile presets class. So if you don't want to drop like 70 bucks on someone's presets, you can just take the Skillshare class and learn how to make your own. Well, I have to check that out. Yeah, you should. Listen, it's great. no shade to college. I loved it and I learned a lot. But when I entered the real world, I realized I did not know about a lot of real life skills. And also times have changed. When I was in college, social media wasn't a huge uh, thing business wise at all. And a platform like Skillshare allows me to learn about social media mm. marketing, monetization and owning a business from the comfort of my own home. Honestly, their classes are endless. Um, like Becca said, they got the Lightroom classes. You could learn basics of Japanese or making ceramics. Pretty or, awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Or hey, starting your own podcast. We get a lot of DMs about that, about like uh, some of the broads wanting to start their own. And yeah. broads, you can learn about a lot from Skillshare. Whether you're returning to a longtime passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes for you. Join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare free. That's right. Skillshare is offering Chatty Broads listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash chatty. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash chatty to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash chatty. Seriously, you can get like college style classes, but like you have unlimited classes for there, free. There are it's so, awesome. so many. So many skills to learn. Um, also, I would love to pause and take a moment to talk about the love of my life. Is it a man? No. Oh. Is it a woman? No. Oh. It's an app. Or a website, whatever you choose, called Instacart. Oh, thank God Instacart has groceries delivered in as fast as one hour or at a time that works with your schedule from all of your favorite stores like Sprouts, CVS, Petco, Costco, and many more. I live by Instacart. Yes, thank God for Instacart. No more sitting in traffic or waiting in a 30-minute line at the grocery store. Just download the app or go to instacart.com and shop the groceries you need. Your personal shopper gathers your groceries with care and love and selects the best produce. The other day I was planning on having some people over at night, but that morning I realized that I didn't have anything I needed for apps or drinks and I was booked all day. So I had no time to go shopping and felt stressed. Well, listen, I hopped online, took five minutes to order everything from Instacart that I needed and I got it all in a few hours before my little get together. It couldn't have been easier. Well, I'm only hurt. I wasn't invited to your get together. It was down South at my mom's. So <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Oh, oh my God. It's so awkward. Anyway, <laughs> try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. Get this limited time offer. Go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter promo code chatty at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter code chatty, instacart.com or through the mobile app with code chatty at checkout. I also like it if I want to make like a last minute recipe for dinner. Yeah. And you like, you're like, oh man, I need like bell peppers and flour and I, random shit. I did that the other day. I was craving some enchiladas and I did my little Instacart and I got my enchiladas. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, yep. I think paradise is making me crave things like enchiladas and nachos all the time. Yeah. Now. Mexican food, baby. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Like we were saying before, some of these couples are starting to like kind of deteriorate because they're seeing some of the seriousness happening around them. Q, Katie, and Chris. Q, Katie, and Chris. (sighs) They already seem like they've been together for like 15 years. Yeah, I was going to say this is a tough one for me because, um, you know, we've talked, Beck and I both, we've talked about the fact that we don't know, like, are they not showing us a lot of their relationship or what's the deal? I don't think that's it. I feel like, like Katie, when you see her with her, the girls and with everyone else is like such a bright light. And Chris seems so lighthearted as well, but like they're the they're type of couple each other. Out. Well, when they're together, it's just serious. They don't seem like they have fun at all. Well, I was watching it with Nick Lang, my friend, and he was saying like, Katie seems like she's probably really cool, but she's so fixated on like finding someone through this process and like Mm. getting to a relationship and making something work. And she says, you know, like, I don't need someone. I want someone, but we do really seem to see in paradise. Like she really like wants to come out on the other end with someone and, and it's kind of like dulling her own light. And I think it's kind of stifling Chris a little bit because she seems to be putting a little pressure on the relationship. That's not anywhere near there. Yeah. She's, she seems like when they have their conversations together, like, so insecure in their relationship and she seems insecure which is so doesn't seem like who she is she's like seems like such a strong woman in all the other avenues so it's just i wonder like again you know you have those friends who get into relationships and you're like i love them both but like together maybe it's just not great not working yeah and he does really seem like such a great guy nick said the same thing he was like this is this this guy is a good dude yeah they're both wonderful people yeah um um but they end up their, their their relationship seems rocky and you hear some of the other people on the beach saying that they're not convinced that they're like actually going to work. Well, cut in before their actual date. We have to take a moment, <laughs> a therapist really Blake moment, because I need to like I need to go back and like tally mark how many times Blake ends up being with someone who's crying. I love like, it. He though. walks in on it like he chooses to do this. I love it, though. I He's know. really sweet. <laughs> he is. I know. He is. And after we have this backstory with Stagecoach and this backstory with all this stuff, like Blake just got a little, he he got in a bit of a mess, but he's such a good guy. I know. And I really think that like we even see like in this episode as he's like crumbling at the end that you wonder him leaving the uh, paradise with so much anxiety, how much of that anxiety did fuel him dropping the text messages and all that stuff. Like if he's just been grinding for months, I I think that's definitely a big part of it. Yeah. Doesn't really excuse that whole scenario, but he's just, I don't know. He seems like he's got a lot of love to give (laughs) Poor guy. He he like the past three episodes, I've wanted to cry and laugh at him the whole time. I know. But like he kind of reminds me of Michael Scott a little bit. 
I totally see. You that. know, I like know where Michael Scott about. would uh, in the office, he'll do all these like stupid things, and you'll be like, "Are you fucking kidding me, Michael?" But then he says something so sad and sweet, and you're like, "I'm crying because my heart hurts so bad that you want to be loved so <laughs> you're much." So lonely. Yeah. But also, everyone hates Michael, and everyone seems to love Blake on the island. I mean, I'd marry Michael, but that's just me. You're insane. It's just Steve Carell. Uh, yeah, I'd marry Steve Carell. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Zaddy of zaddies. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but he he's comforting him, comforting him, and he's really Connor strug- Connor. struggling. And they do. Yeah, look- he had a girlfriend this morning. Now she's gone tonight. <laughs> Like, I don't even I know, know what he I'm was doing. like. I was planning that her and I were actually going to order up some enchiladas, Ugh. talk about maybe what life was going to look like on the outside tonight. Was really looking forward to it, and then she just showed up with this non-mustachioed man. <laughs> he uh, took off. Um, oh, jeez. Okay, but so Katie and Chris's Back to date. Katie. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, it's tough because she's. You see her having this conversation where she's saying that she knows what it's like to be yes. in love. So we're not dealing with someone who, like, I feel like a few of these people on the beach are like, I've never been in love before. Sure. But Katie's like, I know what it's like to be love, and I'm questioning what's happening right now. Yeah, and I think what I'm hearing, the subtext of this is, I know what it feels like to be in love, and this doesn't feel like what it feels to be in love. Right, and it was kind of like she was angling it from the position of, I'm not getting it from you, and then that's when we hear him say that, like, he's never been able to fully express that he's been in love, which is kind of wild. Yeah. That's like, I don't no, know. No, it's pretty common for dudes. That's so crazy to They're me. They're so closed off. I fall in love every five minutes. For real, me too. <laughs> no, I mean, Gray, Gray said that I, I mean, he's almost 30. I was, like, his first real girlfriend. He had, like, never really, like, brought someone home. Were you his first love? Like, love, love? Mm, I don't know. I think maybe, like, first serious love, but I think he'd had, like, you know, like little heartbreaks and stuff yeah. like that in college, that kind of thing. But nothing really ever that serious. I mean, but I mean, I have a friend who's like 36 and is just like for the first time, like really in love. He said all his relationships before that felt like relief when they ended. Wow. A lot of men feel that way. I wonder what that feels like feeling love for the first time at like 36. Probably the same. It feels when you're like 17, like just like exciting and like feeling. happy and warm and fuzzy and all those yeah. things. Well, um, that being said, please just break up Katie and Chris. I, I know they had this nice, nice conversation, but the whole time I was like, this is just so forced. I know it was just, it just like, like we were saying, it feels like two really wonderful, mature people who like each other but it just doesn't have that it just doesn't seem like it has that thing um because even like they all of a sudden they they bring out like a random group of like just gotten married people who are dancing and celebrating and like chris and katie are like kind of on the outskirts like like kind of dancing around but not really investing and it just felt kind of forced i don't know yeah it's sad their 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 talk was good i don't even really think no it was healthy it It was good it was just like you know but it just seems like there's like not there it's lackluster yeah um well we also (laughs) then have the matt love triangle that's going on he's macking with a pineapple which ow i'm just like chase why are you giving him this like fruit sex toy to attempt to hear his love skills on like, he's i mean we see him then in between being in the hot tub with brie oh my god and he's I just like do you dying. ever do this and she's like blow of bubbles. course narrated by no he goes do you ever blow bubbles when you were a kid 
And Blake is narrating, like, meanwhile, Matt's the new playboy. He's killing it. Blake meanwhile, is he's doing like, handstands in the hot tub. Yeah, he's internally fuming. He's just like, I think he was this? in awe. He was just like, I don't know. I, I'm never going to get on Matt's level. Well, he's just like, I don't get this anymore. Like, I was <laughs> supposed to be the playboy. Somehow I'm the villain. And now this guy who's blowing bubbles in the pool with a model, it's working out for him. Sydney offers a massage with trunks on or <laughs> off. And I was like, okay, Sydney. Happy ending. Happy endings. And then he's like, my mom would kill me if I took my trunks off. He's like, okay. I love how Sydney called him out too and goes like, all right, well, here we are again talking about talking your mom. He's a social He says, let's pressure Sydney. <laughs> oh my God. That I kind of like Sydney, by the way. She's I know. Really kinda she's like she's starting to me. really, she's starting to really, I think she's just one of those people who's not like, who's just pretty like always the same a speed yeah but it's kind of like this like quiet badass yeah she's cool like she's able to handle the fact that nothing has been working out for her <laughs> and she's not like having these like blake meltdown moments where she's like nobody cares about me she's just kind of like well this sucks <laughs> i just keep getting screwed over time and time again by the bachelor franchise oh wow um but yeah he he's just connor in- too takes notice that connor says quote matt is crushing it in paradise just all the dudes are like well yeah, they're okay just like, what i guess is going on? i'm loveless and matt has every single option available well and then rev R- revian rev, just we'll call, rev we're gonna call her rev because clearly everyone's having a hard time i think it's revian oh my god yeah um but from colton season who i did I not remember i don't think i've ever seen this someone woman in said my life. she had blonde hair which kind of made my memory yeah. spark maybe a little bit i was like okay i think maybe i remember that i don't but remember her i think she w- was gone first night if not had to be like the second day um but no one can remember her name including matt but she w- wants a piece of matt matt immediately McDonald. first thing and matt's just like <laughs> matt's like um i think two is enough we don't need i don't he's the only guy he's the only guy who i feel like we've ever seen on paradise who isn't in a committed relationship and is just like this is hard enough as it is i am not gonna commit what would my mother say he's if like, i was having a third woman now like, all of a sudden honestly i just want some time to myself here i was hoping to catch some sun rays enjoy a pina colada and meanwhile these <laughs> women are trying to give me sexy massages and practically blow me at every corner it's people, a lot people are chanting for me to make out <laughs> with people constantly the pressure is too high but i was getting a free vacation he's like matt's like i have a girlfriend back home <laughs> no I'm kidding. He's not, no he doesn't like i have a mom back home. yeah he has a mom back home and that is enough for him i i just feel like he again the, the more i look at him yes he is handsome but he must be just a stunner in person yes. he must be just one of those people who like john said it best bond on the beach best spot on the beach um so i love how by the way the girls see someone and i don't i couldn't get who said it but one of the girls yelled from like the makeup stand looks like a randos here i know <laughs> i know i caught that too i thought that, that was, was so, so funny hard. oh my god um so. and then christina calls her rave and nobody can get her name right <laughs> i know christina called her i did notice that but everyone's really funny yeah everybody's taken and um connor is like she sits down with connor and he's literally like connor was like her last shot too like literally everyone said no and she's like connor i guess but they literally are sitting down and he's just kind of like talks for two like two sentences and is like yeah i'm heartbroken i'm absolutely crushed and she's just like wow she goes wow that's tough want to go on a date (laughs) 
So, um, this is about me, not your so heartbreak right now. Yes or a no. <laughs> you still too fragile? You're not gonna be able to do it. You're gonna put a Matt McDonald, pull a Matt McDonald on so me. So what I'm gathering is you're single. Yes. Yes. You wanna so come? let's go. Yeah. Which by the way also means that Luke S probably turned her down. Which means that him and Haley are, are a cruising. Show us Luke S and Haley. Show us Luke S and Haley. And of course, I didn't know what was going to happen in the rest of the episode. But I also made a note. I was like, "Where? What's going on with Blake and Christina?" Yeah, didn't know what was going on until like, later. What's happening? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, we've seen nothing of Angela and Chase either. No, I think I maybe, forgot they were even there. I think maybe producers knew that they weren't going to be like. Like that she probably wasn't going to be a fan favorite coming in late since Nicole and Clay already like established a relationship. Well, they might just be next week because, you know, we haven't seen Demi and Christian at all for like the past two weeks. Very true. You know how that goes. But they next just week, cycle out people. It or no, seems. But you mean tomorrow or today? Oh, yeah, yeah, tonight. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. I up. Tonight, I think that, but I think we're going to be seeing engagements tonight. Aren't we? You're right. Yeah. Is it the last episode of Paradise? Yeah, because next week is the reunion. What the fuck? I know. I don't feel like we have... I'm really curious how many people are going to be getting engaged because I don't feel like we have like... Who do you think is going to be getting engaged? Um, Nicole. Do you think Nicole and Clay will? Maybe. I feel like maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I would say maybe Nicole and Clay and... and obviously then, Hannah and Dylan. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah and Dylan. Obviously. For sure. Um, and then maybe Demi and Christian? I know. I, cu- I, I don't really, I can't quite tell. Me neither. Now, I would say firmly, I think that of all the couples, they're the most ready. Yeah. Even though I do have my own strong opinions about this whole engagement process. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like the show sets you up that puts you pressure to like get engaged when you've been with someone for a couple weeks. It's the same thing with Bachelor Bachelorette. Yeah, I know. And I think about like a show like Love Island, for instance, Uh you know, they're together alone, like paradise style for like two and a half months, Mm -hmm. spending every day together. And at the end of it, there's no like who's going to propose. It's just like who stays together. Oh, right. So it's (laughs) less pressure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of wish that sometimes they. I sort of thought that Demi and I sort of took for granted they were going to get engaged. And now I don't really know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm not like, really, yeah, I th- I'm kind of with you. I'm not really down for like anyone getting engaged. I, just, I think on After Paradise, it makes a lot of sense because yes, now they've spent yes. three months yes. together mm-hmm. outside of the show, outside of the show. Yeah. So that makes sense to me. I mean, of course, Demi and Christian have their background, but yeah, I definitely feel like if anyone's going to get engaged, the people who appear to be the most communicative and ready would be Demi and Christian. Yeah. Since they've had also the most time together, but. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyone, yeah. Huh, maybe two couples. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely Hannah, Hannah G and Dylan. I will be shocked if they don't get Obviously engaged. Obviously they're getting engaged. <laughs> they have to be getting engaged. That's insane. We haven't seen them at all. I know. They've just been in the boom boom room the whole time with sinus <laughs> infections. I, just, <laughs> I hate the name of the boom boom room. Boom I know. Boom room. I it's know. disgusting. <laughs> Ugh. Okay, just call it the love shack and be over. Um, so Connor and Rev have their date. It is, I, I don't really have anything. No, to other say. than he was just like, oh, you made me feel better. So yeah, like they just are kind of like, I don't know. They were watching the balloon animal clown, and it was so uncomfortable. Connor's like, impressive. Rev's like, fast. <laughs> fast. 
Wow. Just those is, oh, fast. You guys are a great couple. Um, All right. I, I would, I have to say, dates like this, by the way, though, when you're like having to watch this man with a balloon animal and then you're like skating around and you don't. Oh, really I didn't know. die. They're like on freaking just little electric scoodles. Yeah. Scoodles. Sco- sco- <laughs> sco- <laughs> They're on electric scoodles. <laughs> like cruising around Puerto Vallarta. Um, <laughs> in their but, helmets. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, I was just thinking about like myself on a date like this. Like I would just be so uncomfortable. I'm like such a people pleaser and I'd want the the moment to be like spectacular. And if it yeah. was just like blase, I'd be in a full anxiety panic. Yeah. But they by just, the way, blase you use it like the word blah blase is like when you're just very like blase is like uh, i have to look up what it means blase yeah it's not like blah i've Mm -mm. been saying it for years that way oh well indifferent to something because one has experienced it before experienced it before interesting well i didn't include that the, the indifference the, yes. sentences she was becoming quite blasé about the dangers oh, that <laughs> i don't know what kind of sentence that is anti to the dangers don't ever be blasé about the dangers pay attention watch the road look for fires actually it's not so much different than what you're using it never mind i thought i meant something like i thought blasé was just when you're like oh you oh. i think i use it in both ways I get what you're saying, though. I don't know. It's like blah, Zay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the French way of saying it. <laughs> I'd be unimpressed with the date if it was blah, Zay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but also you got to remember if like Dean and Kaylin were on this date or like JPJ and Tasha were on this date, it would be like so fun. Yeah, I think I was thinking more of like the combo of the date and their with their like lack of not the, chemistry. Yes. And then also, like, he clearly seems sad still. Yeah, I know. And she's just kind of, like, low-key that it just, like, God, I, would I would be, be having panicking. such bad anxiety. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. My anxiety would be through the roof. Like, if you were him in that situation. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're just, uh, all you're doing is thinking about who you were kissing. It hurts me. Mm-hmm. Like, you have someone you really liked, and yeah. then they're just gone, and you're like, I guess I'll go and with this other knew, person. you knew you were leaving with them. You know what I mean? I think you felt that way? Yeah shit well I that's do. dumb of him <laughs> <laughs> but caitlin caitlin seems like she you know really convincing. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's true okay um so yeah they kiss so you know i'm whatever. sure that they'll date for five seconds and then whatever i don't know yeah. maybe i don't know maybe this is the beginning of a beautiful new relationship i don't know well i want to talk about the dissolvement of a relationship yes let's talk about well that. we just quickly cut to blake actually it's not quite yet but blake and christina t- uh, cut to them talking about all the other couples which was kind of right. funny they were trying to guess whether or not everything would last we got a little bit of a breakdown from the inside angela and chase are moving quickly but uh, christina doesn't trust what's going on with mm-hmm. them interesting perspective mm-hmm. hannah and dylan obviously in love she also saw that said that nicole's was more kind of more into clay but clay wasn't quite there yet which i think is kind of true oh i thought she said that about katie into chris she said that that katie's way more into him but she said she don't she doesn't think clay is in love yet but got it got it and then blake was like i think clay's surprising himself (laughs) (laughs) such a romantic i liked the two of them commenting on everyone um okay so then we see demi christian and katie uh, sitting together yes. and um that's when we hear that christians say that her and demi show their love differently that katie or katie that christian loves pda and demi doesn't show which is actually it's kind of, at all. honestly it's kind of like a 
I would feel a little bit of un- uncomfortable if my partner was like talking about that in front of like a friend, especially if I have like an insecurity about not being able to like show my physical affection. Like if, yeah. you know I mean, what I, I mean? I know that her and Katie, here's the thing though, like her and Katie, Demi and Katie are best friends. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Katie was, has been hanging out with her and Christian outside. It's not about like, it's not about Christian saying it to like to someone like a stranger. It's more like I would feel self-conscious even if me, you and Gray were sitting around and Gray was like, I'm much more affectionate and like Becca doesn't like show her affection oh, that way. Okay, I would just kind of be yeah, like, yeah. it would make me feel like yeah. insecure. Like you've noticed that. And like, it would make me feel how Demi expressed, like I'm not giving you what you need. No, I hear you because I, I guess I was thinking from like the perspective of like, let's just say, me, you, and Evan were sitting together. I'm the type of person who would be like, I'm really bad at this and it bugs him. Sure. But if he were to do it in reverse and say she's bad at this and it bugs me, that would hurt that would hurt my feelings. Well, and it's it's a little bit different to just be like, oh, that's their lang- love language and that's mine. I feel like the conversation was a little bit more about like, I really like this and yes. she doesn't like this. And then coming and- off for Demi having feel like she was felt like she was watching Christian be like touchy and playful with the girls. Other all girls, day. yeah. Yeah. It'd be like <laughs> I think I was starting to feel the same way. And so she kind of started to tweak a little bit about it. Yeah. I did like how Demi, I was kind of cracking up. She was just like, I don't like PDA because I don't like seeing PDA. And I totally do understand that too. Yeah. I mean, I also feel uncomfortable. I actually really related to her on this because I also feel really uncomfortable with physical touch. And like, I don't touch my friends a lot. And like, Mm. I don't. I am like touchy with the person I'm with, but it's not something that comes like really, really easy to me. Oh, this is fun because you're kind of Demi and I'm kind of Christian. Because you, you are touchy. I'm very touchy. And yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, because when I was hearing their conversation and I thought, I mean, obviously this is skipping forward, but I thought their conversation was so healthy because I was able to see like both sides and I felt like they were able to see both sides as well because from my perspective I'm wired like Christian and I've had issues with boyfriends for ages because I'm very touchy-feely with my friends Mm -hmm. and they were always kind of like you're too flirty you're too touchy and I'm like I don't even realize I'm touching people it's like I get it from my mom who stands inches away from you when she talks to you and doesn't realize like that we're space invaders. <laughs> and um, so when Christian was saying that, like, I'm just that way, yeah. I was like feeling that like, oh, there's no romantic, no sexual like vibe at all. Yeah. But I definitely from under- a partner's perspective. Yeah, I, I totally get then why that would be like you'd feel like uncomfortable, especially when it was an insecurity of Demi's on top of everything. Yes, I will say that. When Demi started talking about feeling like Christian was flirting, I immediately was like, no, Christian's not flirting. Because I kind of put, I kind of thought about my friends like you yeah. and other friends I have mm-hmm. and even male friends who are very just affectionate. Yeah. And I know that it's just a second nature to them. Yeah. It's just the way that they interact with the people around them. Right. And that it doesn't have any kind of significance. Yeah. But you're, if you're with that, a partner like that, I'm sure. Yeah. And I think it's also got to be difficult for Demi because it seems like maybe this is her first really serious like lesbian mm-hmm. relationship. So you're sort of like on edge where you're like, is she flirting with all other girls? Where when obviously it's just Christian just has girlfriends, mm-hmm. just the way that you or I would like touch yeah. other girlfriends. It's just like Christian's, yeah, it was interacting so, with her friends. It was so interesting, yeah, to see the perspective. I one time had a boyfriend who used to make crazy, and I was just like, "There's nothing romantic about it." And he's like, "Okay, well then, when we go out tomorrow, I'm going to touch my girlfriends as much as you touch your guy yeah. friends, yeah. and just see how it feels." <laughs> and he did. I'm not 
saying that was a mature way to do it. We were young. But I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of see it now. Well, what's interesting is I constantly, if, if I have male friends or like if I have a girlfriend who has a boyfriend who is very affectionate and touchy, I constantly perceive people mm. as it being a flirtation. So if a man's touching me, I, I actually have a couple girlfriends I can think of who, whose boyfriends I've realized over time just interact with people like this. But I'm immediately perceiving it when they touch me on the arm or like just anything. Right. I'm like, why are they flirting with me? And that's like, right. I may not like think someone's flirting with someone else, but I always think about it for me. I'm like, this seems weird. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I had, I, you know, it's so funny that this got brought up because I had recently a, um, one of my friends, one of my really good friends who is queer, um, her partner uh. and I had a conversation, her and her partner and I've been getting closer and she kind of broke this down and it made me feel, and I was thinking about this the whole time that this was happening, almost kind of like a PSA to straight people interacting uh. with some, someone who is queer or couples who are queer. She was saying that she feels uncomfortable sometimes and vice versa, just in general as a queer woman, when she is in a relationship that straight women find it kind of fun to be flirty and playful and touchy. Oh yeah. Because like homosexuality is an invitation for someone to like explore with you regardless exactly. of whether or not you're So taken. she was saying, she was like, sometimes, and it was a really good conversation. She's like, sometimes you, you are too touchy with your friend, my partner. Mm -hmm. And it makes me uncomfortable. Oh wow. Yeah. And it was like, she's like, you have to understand, like, that's my girlfriend. Like, I know it's your friend, but like, I'm just being honest with you. And that's, that's my girlfriend. And she's like, and so often throughout my life, like there have been, you know, women who are so like playful and touchy at, with like whoever I am as a couple too. She's like, even making comments and throwing in like comments, like, Oh, like, ooh, threesome type, like fun, fun, experimental which stuff. Which would be completely which, inappropriate. Which is completely, she goes, yes, if the roles were reversed and a, and a guy was saying that to like, you, like. If, if you is, were saying that to like If Gray, I was saying that to you or and Gray, like, and like, it's just yeah. not appropriate. And she's like, it makes us feel like our relationship isn't valid or as important as a uh, straight relationship. No, I think people like, definitely you don't take see it seriously. It yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was just such a when when this whole dialogue was happening with Christian, I was thinking, I'm not saying that you know the girls that Christian is being touchy with um, from Batch Nation are doing this intentionally sure. or or even doing this at all. But I was thinking like this is a good thing to think about. Just yeah, from someone a, being gay isn't like an invitation to like. Yeah, you have to respect the relationship just as much. Like you have to think about that. Like this is their relationship. You can't just be touchy feely because. Because I wouldn't go to gray or one of my, yes, I'm very touchy with people, yeah. but I'm very respectful and thinking about like, if one of my guy friends starts dating a girl, I am all of a sudden like, I'm not touching him ever. Cause I want to be respectful to her. Yeah. And it's like, you best believe I need to do that with my female queer friends. Like, that's not okay. I have to show, show the same amount of yeah. respect. You know, That is really hard though. If it's like one of your girlfriends, especially yeah. when, and that's actually that's sort of a debatable conversation because what if that's the basis of your friendship of the way that you interact with each other and yeah. like is that but like you said and it's you true know. but it, and, and, it, and again obviously it's so it's it's person to person not everyone's this is not everyone's the same like well and like you said though if the person's then if you're i you, you you said it though perfectly you said if my male friend i'm gonna like back off just to be respectful it's the same thing yeah you you're just right. i should just back off in general but obviously like 
I res- I was so thankful for my my uh, friend's girlfriend for just having an honest conversation with me about it and being like, hey, it kind of makes me uncomfortable how touchy feely you are with her. Yeah, that's my girlfriend. Yeah, I, actually, it's funny because I think about it. I used to be like, I used to always like put my arm around Harry and like put my arm around his waist and we'd like walk around together like that mm-hmm. and we were like always been just friends but obviously when i started dating gray like i didn't keep doing that or like you yeah. know laying on my head on his shoulder while we watch tv even if we're like the, in yeah. like group settings because that'd be weird yeah and now, i would you know now my, the way that i'm wired is that i will continue to do that with my my guy and girlfriends yeah. regardless of if I'm, if I'm in a relationship and i think a lot of that does have to do with having been with evan for so long yeah to, like he tr- like where we trust each other but if harry were to start dating somebody Yes. Like, you're not going to do that with him in front of her. No, that just makes so someone, it's people like, feel threatened. Yeah. So the point is, like, make sure you treat your friends who just are in. Yeah, who are in queer relationships. Just, like, you have to look at them this and understand that, like, this is the same thing. You can't be all over somebody. Yeah, think about boundaries. Know. Think yeah. about, try to put yourself in other people's shoes. Yeah. I think that's the bottom line of that. That's anyway. All. Anyway, sorry. Long rant, but I was so, just thinking about it. Um, no, I think it's important to talk yeah, about. Yeah. So, um, so, yes. So we have the Demi-Christian situation. And Demi, this was like a really, really beautiful moment. I felt like she got so, you said it, you were so, so vulnerable, vulnerable. So vulnerable. And we see that she. Which is really the best version of her, in my opinion. We love vulnerable Demi. We love her. Um, and. I don't know. It was just when you see her when she gets the date card and she was just like, I don't even want to look at Christian right now. I'm frustrated. But you see that she's dealing with so many other issues. She's so struggling with the idea of being openly gay around people. What are people going to think? Like, yeah, yeah. And and it's I think the first time that we have like a really real moment with her coming out where she's like, I'm don't know how like i'm so nervous about this yeah absolutely and it's just um you can't help but be self-conscious and it's like just such a big change i think it goes i mean it's a totally different issue but it just made me think about like body image stuff and so many of these other things where like you can be a really confident person but you're always going to have in your mind like what are other people thinking are they judging me are they looking at me differently do they value me differently of course and she said i think she said it so perfectly she said that the potential judgment from other people was clouding her judgment with her and Christian's relationship. Mm. So you wonder then is her frustration with Christian touching other, her friends heightened because she's consumed with the idea of people seeing her with a woman in general. Mm-hmm. When she said the, the, when she made the comment about how she's like all these people around me who thought I was a straight girl and started crying. I was just like, I lost it. It mm. was just like, yeah, it was a really vulnerable moment that I'm really grateful for that they had in this episode. Um, well, and also she talks about like feeling like she's taking too long and that's got to be really self-conscious too. Cause it's not like it's her and a new girlfriend and they're both kind of navigating everything together. Christian seems like she is an experienced gay woman. Yes. You know, she she's like, I've been well, out she for made, like a yeah, few years yeah, and she it seems like comment, she's had like, other girlfriends and stuff. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like territory that she's already 
gone through. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Christian's not bi. So that's another thing where she probably feels like really solid in her identity, which is kind of a, a privilege sometimes that bi people don't get. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Demi's kind of like has to navigate things differently and sort of feels like she has to navigate it on yeah. her own. It's a lot. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I know you're self-conscious enough as it is when you're with someone who's more experienced. Like if you're with like a new yeah. guy or something oh and then God, like Demi's so, true. so much more, ex- I mean, uh, Christian's so much more experienced just in like that kind of relationship and that kind of dynamic and so much more secure in that wow. sense. So Demi's got to feel really insecure about like being with someone that's more experienced. That's a really powerful thought. I had not thought of that about that at all. Yeah. That so that's gotta be yeah. hard for her. Yeah. Well, when they go on their date, before they have their conversation, I do have to say, they do a sacred ceremony to reinforce the relationship, and I'm pretty sure this is the first time, ABC, I want to give you props, the first time that ABC didn't, like, kind of casually mock a spiritual tradition while it was happening. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Like, it actually was taken seriously, and Demi and Christian were having a moment, like, they were experiencing it, and there wasn't, like, funny music in the background, and they they were, like, off-camera, like, laughing about it. Like, thank you. Respect their tradition. The tradition uh and somehow this is the second sage cleansing we've seen this season it's which happening is a lot interesting yes this is the however proper traditional indigenous usage of the sage cleansing yes, correct so proper context Pro- yeah correct um, and we find out that christian says that spirituality is her cup of tea um so she was enjoying this i believe that christian is a christian Okay. I feel like I saw on Instagram somewhere that that she was posting at like one of the local LA churches. Um, I know that her, one of her besties, Catherine Agro, like goes to church all the time locally. Um, So I think, yeah, I think Christian's a Christian. She's also very intuitive. She's saying, you know, I feel like something's off with, with Demi and I can Mm -hmm. just feel something's. I mean, I guess it wouldn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Demi seems very clearly perturbed, and it's written all over her face that something's yeah. bothering her. She doesn't hide stuff so well. No, no. <laughs> I, I wrote that Christian Christian is intuitive, which she is, but then I'm thinking back on it yeah. now. I'm like, it's probably which, very easily. Which I love in a partner. I love when I can read it all over your face, so <sighs> oh, I don't have God. to dig constantly. Sometimes, that's me. My mom used to always say, watch your tone of face, because I will... So like just clearly write it all over my face, how I think about someone or what's going on in front of me. It's true. <laughs> Which is great for reality TV, <laughs> but not so great in real life sometimes. Oh my God. Uh, um, so, so yeah, their combo. It was, it was uh, fantastic. It was very eye opening. Mm-hmm. You know, Demi says, you know, I don't like seeing you be with other people. And I never saw a lot of physical touch in my family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that's really important because she she doesn't seem to have a context growing up of what maybe healthy physical touch is like, you know, between pl- yeah. like platonic physical touch or even, um, you know, like familial physical touch, yeah. which has got to be really hard. And she doesn't want to make people uncomfortable, which shows you a piece of who she is, that she's aware of people looking at her. Yeah. And it also know? sounds like she just doesn't from her upbringing just in general, like no matter straight or gay relationship doesn't know how to physically express her feelings towards someone friend or relationship um but but she uh she yeah you see that piece of her it's so funny i wrote in my notes i think christian is just being friendly with her touch like the way you do jess i just saw that i wrote that down when When i was watching when i saw the montage of her touching the girls i did feel very like i it reminded me of how I am and I like, but again, 
I'm doing that like when we're, we're thinking you're thinking about like me touching you or my friends but this is if, if this is Demi's first like longer term female relationship like it's it, it makes sense to me why then she would be uncomfortable watching like you said a Christian who's maybe more of an experienced person in that mm-hmm, community mm-hmm. being touchy-feely and being like what's the difference if she's feeling that way it's like what's the difference between like you touching Katie and like you touching me yeah um I just really like the way Christian articulates yeah. herself. I talked to Jess about this earlier because I feel like it would be a lot of people's natural response to get defensive, mm-hmm. especially when like sort of, you know, sort of indirectly being accused of like being too like touchy with other people. Yeah. And if that wasn't my intention, it would be really hard for me not to be like, yeah. what, you think I'm going to like cheat on you? Cause I'm touching like my friends really. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Christian always just really keeps her cool and just made me realize, you know, women are so on our level and men are just so not. <laughs> and women just, we know how to communicate. And we're and, and part of it is not men's fault because our societies and our culture really preps women to know how to communicate and kind of do that for men. But it was just like watching Christian and Demi communicate back and forth. I'm like, oh, we are such better communicators by nature. It, it was just, it when she was just kept affirming, yeah, like you said, she was doing the, all the right things, hearing her, but also explaining herself, but then also affirming Demi saying, why else would I want to be, like, why else would I be flirting with anybody? Like, I have you here affirming her the way she needed to be, telling her that it's okay to go whatever speed you need to mm-hmm. go. Like, I'm here. I'm here for you. Um, yeah, and she also didn't, at the same time, she didn't back down and was like, I won't touch anyone anymore. Right. She didn't, like, make any promises no. like she that. She wasn't like, I'm going to change who I am. Uh-uh. It was just like, like, this no. is my intention behind it, and mm-hmm. you need to, like, be able and to I'll, see that. I'll, I'll hang on to your speed if you need me to, but, like... Uh, yeah, it was just very, 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 very healthy. Yep. Um, so. So we then cut to, listen, this episode was just really heavy in general. It was just heavy yeah, after heavy it was. after heavy it's, after heavy. You know, it's approaching the end of the season. Yeah. So, But we had you know. a moment of sunshine, um, regardless of what you may feel about JPJ post all of his explosions. I mean, he's like immature and weird and volatile, but he is so cute with Tasha. <laughs> he is just the over prom. the moon. The prom, I know he's gonna He throw. had a corsage, and I saw a close-up of it later. It's like really shitty, like duct tape and like fake flowers. I was just flowers. laughing because I was just like, first of all, I'm like, what movie is this from? I couldn't place it. Where he throws, because she didn't go to prom, he throws her a prom. I don't know, but it felt very much like 10 Things I Hate About You. Which he's just trying to live up to his Heath Ledger. Yes, uh, realness. Yes, and then when he, I'm dying because it's like, I just was picturing JPJ being like, well, also I got on the royal court, but I never got the crown. So (laughs) this is my chance to shine. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I feel like John Paul Jones definitely would have got homecoming court. Yeah, he definitely was on court somehow, (laughs) you know. Um, I was so pissed I never got queen princess anything in high school (laughs) i mean i only came in the last two years of high school and just kind of like of course that's typical me come in junior year no one knows me and i'm like i didn't get why didn't i get this coming queen yeah wow yeah not not so much on my end i got three superlatives but (laughs) (laughs) i just wanted to make sure everybody knows that i was popular (laughs) don't get me wrong a lot of Wait, you people got homecoming liked queen? me. No. Oh. I definitely did not. I thought you said like not so much on my end. I thought that meant like <laughs> I was you like, did. oh, you popper. 
I got it. They it, it wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to get it every year, and yet they made an exception for me, and they gave it to me every single year. It was crazy, but I was really honored. But I accepted you it with grace. <laughs> I'm really. I like to stay humble like that. I do like to forget about it. You popper. You peon. <laughs> No, I did not. I got some superlatives. What was your superlatives? I don't want to tell you. I'm embarrassed. Tell me. <laughs> what is it? Um, I forget. I got one. What do you mean? I forget. You just said you don't want to tell me. And then you no, said no, you no. One of no. I remember one of them. But one you of them got had two, some, two. I got two. One of them was something about like best hair, which is humiliating <laughs> because when I look at my hair, it was so trendy. It was horrific looking. But then I got um, and also I- ironic that my hair is falling out like crazy. <laughs> Best hair for now. <laughs> um, but I got most likely to become famous. I did too. Did you really? High five. Yeah. I got, I did get best dressed. A lot has gone downhill since then, but I used to literally wear eight inch heels to wow, school. Service. Jess, I was serving Jess realness. Wow. I'm going to show you. I'm going to find this so I can we show you. We didn't have best dresses as a prolific. I was very angry about that because it oh, was my dream. Kn- no, we had, we had uniforms. So we could only accessorize. <laughs> you just remembered. You're like, why didn't we have best dress? Well, I was dress? like, why didn't I get that? <laughs> so we, I got best dressed, most likely to be famous, and I also got born in the wrong decade, which whatever the fuck that you means. You definitely, I can see that. Yeah, but I don't want to be born in another decade. Everyone's like, I want to be born in the 60s. Like, you know, you civil rights era. You definitely me of someone <laughs> who's from like about like 1870. Oh, that's tight. <laughs> I was like, that's super sick. I've never like heard that before. I thought you were going to say like 70s Oddly or something specific. dumb like that. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Anyways, Prom sorry. King that Queen. was that was a, a nice little moment where we patted our own backs for a minute. <laughs> Aren't we um, so But cool? I wasn't popular. <laughs> I was just middle. Anyways, back to <laughs> our recap. <More> obsession <laughs> with ourselves. Uh, notice how this episode we've managed to bring everything back around to our lives. Sorry, and like what's guys. relevant for us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, guys. Um, so, so uh, yes, they were the cutest she had ever. had a saxophone. <sighs> she was so giggly and around him. It's like, it's attractive when someone really pays attention to you. Yeah. And you saw that he was like really listening to her um, and about her little like non-prom business. Yes. I, it was so sweet, but I have to admit, I was actually dying when he like, took her around the corner and the music is like ravishing but it's just like the day beds with the balloons on it <laughs> yes i know and like a, a day bed that a, just like says a suspiciously low quantity of punch in the punch bowl <laughs> like it looked like <laughs> two inches mosquitoes have already down. infested completely like, that's at least served 12 people already i'm not sure what that's about yeah what the fuck but it was really sweet um, no one asked Tasha to prom, we find out, which was one of my favorite moments of the episode because I that I wanted to be like, that is what I'm talking about, people. Know this. You can get it doesn't matter what a what a guy thinks. You cannot get asked out to prom and you can turn out like Tasha. Yeah. Badass bitch. Right. Rocking it, confident, okay, gorgeous cute. on TV. Really? Yes. How cute was drawn though, being like you weren't popular? That's so shocking to me. Like I know. no one ever took you. I know. Like, it was just so cute. But that was such like a powerful moment. I it know. was like, yes, yes, yes. 
I know. Love her even more. Look I at know. her now. Look at I her know. glow. Um, okay, His so then best. Oh, by the way, best one-on-one dance ever. Best one-on-one in dance. front of a, a band. In this case, a saxophone. And Most then when JPJ was like, Blake could really help us swing dance. And then Tasha gave like a huge. They're laugh. just both cackling about the, the Blake the shade, swing dancing the comment. Shade, I loved yeah, it. Yeah. I was dying. Well, sexy sax guy shows up. Yep. <laughs> It was great. Um, it was where so did they fun. Find this guy, but I there the JPJ moment where he chugs the champagne and then is burping and telling her to like turn the other direction so she and doesn't she, walk into and it. And she's like giggling. And she's laughing. And that's I'm disgusting. I'm dry heaving. Yeah, me too. I <laughs> don't. Like, I can't do the burp. Burp and fart jokes? No, not no. for me. Not for me, me neither. In fact, they make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like in movies with like <laughs> poop, burp, and fart jokes. I'm like. I wish I could just skip past But she was laughing. I know. She was, she loves. I'm so glad we're on the same page because I hate that kind of thing. No, I can't. It makes me feel, feel sick. It makes me uncomfortable, like a lot. I'm like, I don't want to know that. I'm like, I don't want to be like the lame person who can't handle a burp and fart joke, but I'm also disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm repulsed by you. Please stop. So. Um, All the guys are pissed because JBJ is making everybody look real bad at this point, even though last week he was screaming at someone. So I suppose he made up for it by the prom. Um, So. Matt Donald literally like Sydney was actually begging him to dance and he was just like anyways like (sighs) my mom would not want to see me dancing slow dancing with someone (laughs) what is the deal with this guy um oh at this moment I will say as well that Chris um his name popped up because he was talking about how JPJ and Tasha are vibing Mm -hmm. and underneath Chris's name says literally every season ever Oh my god. What is this? The fifth description? <laughs> so That's shady. so fun. They're so shady. I love it. Um, okay. So I love, by the way, how non-serious they're getting like they're they're getting so much more like silly and self-aware yeah, with every passing season. Like the way they did the pink fuzzy It was uh, lighthearted. Uh, it was edit, you know, around yeah. Tisha and John Paul Jones. Yeah, I, I I'm enjoying it. And then also when they had we just have to remember when then they, they invited everyone to come dance. That was a sweet it was moment. So cute. It was a cute it moment. It was really heartwarming. Yeah. It was just like oh That my was God. another moment in the episode where I was like, I don't oh. like why am I emotional? Everyone like everybody's just friends I hanging know. out on the beach. All of a sudden paradise is looking real fun to me. No. It's and almost then, over. Yeah. And then, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a blanket, Christina. Well. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to pause for a second and let you know that when I worked in an office, yes, an office. Wow. Yeah. I worked in, for an, in an office for like three months. Um, I worked in an it. office for a couple of years. Wow. And uh, this girl is an Auntie Pants. Mm-hmm. And one of the worst things about going in every day was feeling so uncomfortable in my suits and work pants. Um, I'd be sitting at my desk waiting until I could go home and throw on some yoga pants or PJs. Well, guess what? We found the best brand that makes sure comfy is also work appropriate. It's Beta Brand, an online fashion retailer and crowdfunding platform for passion. For passion. For fashion, passion, baby. <laughs> They're passionate about fashion. They bring crowdsource ideas straight into the design room. Well, clearly the public wants comfy and work appropriate because one of their biggest hits is their dress pant yoga pant. Like its name says, it looks just like a dress pant for work, but feels like you're at home in your yoga pants. They have boot cut, straight leg, skinny, cropped, and more 
and all different colors. I have ones that have six buttons on the front that are so cute and so comfy. If I worked in an office, I would probably buy like six pairs of beta brand and wear them exclusively in fact i told one of my old workmates about them the other day uh, specifically about the dress pant yoga pant and a few nights ago got a text from her and a pic thanking me and quoted these pants just changed my life wow she is comfy and and i was gonna say something a comfy professional queen That's what you were going to say. Exactly, exactly. What are you doing with your work life if you aren't wearing Beta Brand's dress pant yoga pants? Visit betabrand.com slash chatty, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. That's betabrand.com, B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D.com slash chatty, all lowercase, to get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. Be that comfy professional queen. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, towards the end of the episode, we see Blake in a full love spiral. Um, I was just watching it at first, and now it makes sense to me. But the past few episodes, once Blake declared his love, he's literally like a di- like being Dylan on her, like koaling on her, and she's constantly just like pushing him off. And now it kind of makes sense to me. Like she maybe just didn't knew that it wasn't going to work, and it was kind of like no i just don't want to be i don't know i know like you know when you know it's coming well i i was like i I was writing in earlier scenes is christina annoyed with him or just skeptical yeah i couldn't quite get a read i thought she was just skeptical and is like what you like me now and like wasn't really taking him seriously but now it's kind of like was she the whole time like knew that wanting it to happen yeah like yes i was was attracted to him or maybe even still is physically attracted to him and like down to like hook up, but maybe nothing more than that. And he's saying that he wants her to be the mother of his children, which by the way, what is it with this season and men talking about women bearing their kids? I don't know. It's really bizarre. And, yeah. So I was so sad because after everything that JPJ did, Blake's like, well, I was going to make a Christina date card tomorrow, actually. <laughs> And he made her a date card. I know, it was actually pretty cute. It was really cute. And, you know, Wells is saying, like, some things that I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. He's like, yeah, they had a relationship outside of this, so. Well, Nicole also said Christina's secretly in love with Blake. Yeah. So I got hopeful for a second, too. Yeah, I'm like, is this, like, really going to soar and we're going to see these two, like, kind of the two, like, (laughs) maybe villains of the season kind of, like, take off together? No. But so sad i'm not trusting nicole's judgment anymore because (laughs) christina could not be more over him it was so quick too it was like (sighs) i I really respect her though for being like i gotta cut this short right now like this just isn't gonna work yeah i mean i wish that she would have just not connected in the first place maybe she didn't know but yeah i really think i really think the dean situation gave her clarity you saying that makes total sense to me you know yeah because she's like here's my ex being here yeah and and like i mean i feel like so many of us have been in those situations where like you're dating someone and you're like yeah i like him and then you see your ex and you're like i don't like him and compared (laughs) compared to how much i like my ex maybe this isn't the person for me yeah trying to force it 
Yeah. You know, um, but Blake set up all those candles and all that, which I was like, oh, I think he did this for Hannah earlier in the season, but he definitely quadrupled the candles yes. for Christina. The candles were a fire hazard for sure. <laughs> yes. I was noticing how close they were to the pillows. It was making me really uncomfortable. It's like Smokey the Bear does not approve. Does not. And um, uh, so, yeah, she said she feels she breaks guilty. It off. Yeah. Yeah. She said, doesn't think that she can get there with him if she's being honest and she yeah. said she thinks that it would be misleading of her to continue this stuff and he now what really blew my mind jess is i was like oh fuck christina was actually giving blake a friendship rose and she brought it up again in this breakup she was like i've been your friend this whole time rooting for you now yes yes but i will say there was a comment made to that very much confused me. Oh, okay. She said that she came to paradise wanting him to find love. And I'm like, I'm pretty much, if I can recall correctly, you came into paradise and you asked Blake out on a date for vengeance. So I don't feel like you came into paradise That's wanting true. him to find That's love. That's true. Maybe the past few weeks you've been like, oh, we're okay now and I'm going to give you a friendship rose. But you definitely did not come to paradise being like, I sure hope my old pal Blake <laughs> works it out with somebody. That's true. That's true. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm so confusing because like I really thought that she was into him the past few weeks too. I, I mean, you and I are both convinced that she was head over heels secretly in love with him. I know. Or like quietly. And that's why she was doing that this is whole thing. obviously not the case now. No. Or, or. She was into him. And then once it actually happened, it was she just She was like, into uh, him. And then having watched him Charlie Brown around paradise has given her the ick with him. Yeah. Maybe she likes that whole like. Everybody Maybe wants she liked the Blake. Fuck. Well, she probably liked the fuckboy aspect of him. Yeah. Duh. The Dean. I mean, she liked before. Dean. It's like, yeah, if he was, Blake beforehand was like, everyone was obsessed with Blake. He was coming into paradise. Everybody was in love with him. Everyone thought he was the hottest thing ever. And now all of a sudden she's watched him for like three weeks be like a sad and depressed boy, like, well, you know, someone on else, his tummy. Yeah, someone else brought it up too. And they were like, I don't remember who said it on the show. They were like... Christina's like his third option and that's not very attractive. Yeah. So maybe she got the ick. I don't know. Either way, she was not into him. She was not into him. She's leaving. Blake's like, I, he's, he's just absolutely devastated. Ooh, that's a perfect meme. The I, I, the the SpongeBob, I, I'm about to leave. Oh no. (laughs) Like I got that. (laughs) I got that shit on lock. Oh no. Anyway, I yeah, you know, it's like and then the cameraman, he's like crying and the cameraman zoom in on his producer interview sadness. I'm just like, leave the man alone. Like at this guy's gone through a lot. He's been like the pinata of paradise. They've just been like just nailing him over and over again. Like just let it, you know. know. Um, And when he says he he uh, doesn't know how she doesn't see what he sees. How am I wrong every time? He said, (laughs) And then he's thinking that it's karma, maybe, for his past travesties. I'm sure <laughs> I, I'm sure he's going to get so much bachinage puss after this season. Now, here's going to be the big question. What? He started the season off being the douchebag that everybody was like, you know, all of us were hating on yeah. for how he came in. Now he's become this sad person wandering around paradise. And then he has this really sad breakup Yeah, and he could walk away being this guy that everyone is like, we still love you, Blake. We feel bad for you and get all the women's. Sure. 
now. There will always be girls like now, that. There though. will always be. There were girls like that for Leo. Sure. But how is he going to handle the reunion? That's going to be the biggest thing. <gasps> if he is apologetic, if he is... About what? Just, I mean, if he... If, 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 wow. If he continues... <laughs> <laughs> if he continues to kind of be how he was towards the end of this season and like... I knew I made mistakes and I, and I shouldn't have, and I learned, but I know I'm a good guy. Like if he's like yeah. humble, then I think it will go well. If he comes in swinging, I don't see it going well for him on the reunion. Yeah, but I'm still going to stand. <laughs> I hope he comes in swinging, tear him apart, like rip him to shreds. <laughs> I want to see the stage oh go God. up in flames. Yes, I would like to see that, but for his DM situation. I wonder what it will look like. Um, yeah. Clay also says, but I want him to drop some like I want him some to truth drop bombs. some truth, some knowledge. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, I mean, I would not be surprised if that happens. Um, Clay says Blake's been such a good friend, and it's hard to see his paradise not go the way he wanted. What I'm are they like, going to do well, without the therapist when they break up in the next oh, week? You know. But when Clay says that it's hard for him to see his paradise not go the way that he wants it, I'm like, mm, that's the understatement of the year. <laughs> Blake thought he was going to come in and be the golden god of paradise. Everyone was pissed that Colton was the bachelor because they wanted Blake to be the bachelor. And he was like, I'm going to crush this thing. And he now has, yeah, I'd be so depressed if I was him. I know. I think he already struggles with anxiety and depression. Poor guy. I know. Yike. Super yike. Um, Yeah. So that was sad. He said, I learned a lot, but at what cost? Anyway, so <laughs> next episode. <laughs> One of the saddest episodes we've seen. Very cool. Very cool. Um, thank you, JPJ and Tasha, for giving us a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, laughter and smiles during the episode. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow's episode, it looks like people are dropping like flies, which will also be sad. Oh, and, but we'll it. see who gets, of this. Who gets like tomorrow's it? episode. Oh, tonight's. Next episode. That's Next what we episode. say. Yeah. My goodness. I always get confused. Um, okay. So, um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, also we get the end where we find out that Matt Donald sells stem cells. Placenta oh, my God. What the fuck, dude? You can... S- umbil- dude, I was freaking out. Umbilical cords and placentas. And he said 45K for your fucking placenta. Is that what he said? Yeah, but then when he was saying it's not legal to sell your placenta, so I'm confused. Like, can the medical community just? And it just he says. So what? The medical community is profiting off of my placenta. (laughs) That's my placenta. What the fuck? Yeah, Yeah, how is it not legal to sell your own placenta? Well, I mean, like, but then how does how is there a price for it if it's not legal? It must be because he said he's in medical sales. It must be that like he sells to other medical uh communities or doctor's offices that like do something with it to help people somehow yeah, but, but he can't like sounds... sell it on the black market because i'm pretty sure that like no i think demi meant... was like how much would it cost if i wanted one and it was like well about 45k well i think but he was saying it's not legal to sell your placenta so like does that mean that you know what how hospitals just like take your placenta does that mean that they're making like 45 grand off of selling it to some lab what the fuck yeah. That should go to my 50k hospital bill. 
Oh, geez, what a scam. Seriously. Well, when I, you know, because I had Wait, my why don't child. They give, now I'm losing my mind. It should <laughs> be angry. legal because people should be able to sell their umbilical cords and placentas after the baby is born so they can pay for their hospital bills. Well, here's the thing. When I had my baby in a hospital and I asked to take my placenta yeah. home because. Yeah, yeah you're um, making your placenta pills. I'm making my pills. They had to like give it to me in like this vacuumed hazardous waste wrapped thing. So I don't know if like i was at the birth center so they just we plopped it in a styrofoam cooler they just put it in a ziploc <laughs> pretty much yeah pretty much it was like all right whatever <laughs> literally <laughs> everyone here at the birth center takes their placenta so yeah yeah, yeah no this so was funny. literally wrapped as like hazardous waste well it's technically an organ and when i asked to take it home they seemed very inconvenienced they're like oh one of these bitches wants to take her placenta back. Um, yes. And, I want and one of the nurses was like, was like, oh, you want it? What are you going to do? Eat it or something? And I was like, I'm going to put it in pill form. And she's like, you know, there's no proof of that. And they were what, trying to the, convince me this otherwise. This fucking judgy bitch, if you want to take your goddamn placenta home after birthing a baby out of your vaginal canal, let like, the damn woman take no, your fucking placenta home. I was like, home. no, I don't want to eat my placenta i would like to dress it up and put it in my house as a toy yeah i was thinking maybe we would just like air dry it and dangle it from the ceiling somewhere as a you know a decorative mobile in the baby's room very mid-century modern maybe mid mid cave archaeology modern when i got my uh you should have told her you were an artist and you were going to do performance art with it (laughs) swing it around can you make sure it's still attached to the cord Oh my god <laughs> anyway whatever let's wrap this up chat soon and broad chat soon, broad. See sorry you for the, all those tangents but you know what it's towards the end of the season so we got we're talk enjoying about, ourselves we're enjoying we can talk about ourselves for like <laughs> 20 minutes on our podcast it's been it's been a hot minute since we've talked about ourselves you let know? us let us indulge <laughs> we love you and we'll chat tomorrow bye bye <laughs>